Hello and welcome to Fine Wine, where I whine about media that may or may not have aged like, well, fine wine. Um, I am the book that you left in your bookshelf for 15 years and haven't gone back to finish it after you read the first five chapters. And today I'll be discussing the 1961 um, film noir? Yeah. Film noir, um, Dangerous Afternoon. Um, Now this film, only 59 minutes, only one hour long. Um, Now that, that is a goddamn treat, you know. Um, So it's a British film, Dangerous Afternoon 1961, stars Ruth Dunning, Nora Nicholson, um... Joanna Dunham, Howard Pays, Gladys Henson, and Ian Collin. Um, no, you know, this film, when I first saw it, it was like the film grain and the aspect ratio, very straight to TV film looking. Um, I'm pretty sure this was a straight to television film. Um, also, it's only 59 minutes, so that makes me think that Again, it was probably definitely a straight-to-TV film because um, it would probably fit great with um, an ad break right in the middle. I don't know. I don't know how they did blocks in... um, airing blocks back in the early 60s. I don't know. I'm too old for that. (laughs) Um, But yeah. So this film, film noir... um, so let's get into it. Um, so we have Miss Irma Randall. Now, Miss Irma Randall, that is no longer her name because now she goes by Miss Letitia Frost, also known as Letty. Um, so she used to be like a super um, infamous jewel thief, um, except she was later caught on one of her biggest heists and sent to jail. Um, She got got. So after that, she escaped from prison, but she also broke her back when she was escaping from prison. Um, But now she has rebirthed herself, risen like a phoenix from the ashes, and is now running a residential home for elderly ladies. But the twist is... All of the ladies that she has in her house are all of her old um, thief friends. Well, not thieves specifically, but, like, they're all criminals. Um, So now she's running, like, this little old um, criminal house. So, yeah. Um, We have Miss Louisa as well, one of the ladies in the house. But Miss Louisa, she's a pickpocket. Well, not pickpocket. She's, like, a shoplifter and she can't like crack her habit of shoplifting um so she goes to the pharmacy and she ends up stealing some medicine that she doesn't need and this medicine let me tell you it looks like a douche like like an actual douche not like a guy that looks like a douchebag but like a douche that's used for douching your douche (laughs) um but it's like wow so, yeah, so Miss Thing, she's like, 
ancient, but she's still doing shoplifting, as you do. Um, but there's also another lady in the house named Miss Burge, um, and she is, like, mm, very aggressive. So, like, she probably, like, did some assaults or something, probably. But then there's also the cook of the house, Miss Caroline. Um, no. Wait, is that... No, Miss Caroline isn't the cook. Its cook is Miss Hetty. Miss Hetty is the cook, and she has her daughter that also works in the um, house. But after we get, like, a little cute... Um, little scene with Miss... What's her face? Miss Shoplifter, Miss Louisa Shoplifting the Medicine... She comes back into the house, and then as soon as she walks in the door, Miss Letty, she's like, Louisa, let me see your bag. Um, and Miss Louisa, she's like, um, nah, there's nothing in my bag. But Miss Letty, she's like, no, give me your bag now. Um, but Miss Louisa, she like tries to play it coy. She tries to be like, no, there's nothing in there. I'm just going to go. I'll just leave my bag by the door. Because she knows that... Um, Miss Letty can't get to the door because she's in her wheelchair because she broke her back. Um, but Miss Letty is, like, not letting it go. So she eventually gets Louise's bag and she's like, um, I knew it, you shoplifted. Now go return this. Um, and so Miss Louisa, she's, like, sort of unhinged. Like, she can't kick this bad habit even though, like, Letty's like, bro, if you can't kick this habit, I'm gonna kick you out of the house. Um, so she's, like, making Louisa repent. And then she's also, like, you're not as artful as you were in the old days. You're a, you're as artful as a wagon load of monkeys. Like, you go, Letty. Tell her how it is. If you're gonna shoplift, at least be artful about it. Wear it as a hat while you walk at the store or something. But from this, we can see Miss Letty is, like, a great person, you know? Well, not, like, a great person, but she cares for her friends She's, like, looking after them. Like, that's some queen shit right there. Um, so, we have, um, another, we have Letty doing her old thing in the house, but then, um, one of her old accomplices named Ned, also known as Butch, um, he was a gang boss, but now he is just farming and, like, doing what ever, um, and he shows up to Miss Letty, and he's like, bro, by the way, um, the lady that tried, that was escaping with you, um, Jean, she has just been released from jail, and she might have, like, mm, a little grudge against you, because what happened when they were escaping jail, Miss Letty and Miss Jean were escaping jail together, but, um, since Letty ended up breaking her back, she couldn't help Jean because, you know, her back was broken and she couldn't move her legs. Um, so Jean ended up blaming Letty for not being able to get out of jail. Well, escape jail. So now Miss Jean is out and she's out for revenge as well. Um, so, also, so Miss Jean, when she gets out of jail, she ends up calling the 
searching around. So like three weeks after she gets released, she's like calling, searching around for um, where Miss Letty is. But she's looking for Irma because Irma was the name she knew her as. But now she's looking for Letty. Um, but she knows this now and she's like, I'm going to infiltrate that house. Um, so she ends up showing up one day at Miss Letty's home for wayward, um, home for wayward ex-criminal gals, I guess. Um, but she's like, I am going to, um, be living here and like, you know, doing whatever, gonna do what I want here. So she like comes to the house and is like sort of stirring up shit, um, but also, so we have like sort of a B-plot to fill out. <laughs> they had to add in so much fluff to fill out 59 minutes of content, which is a bit sad because this would have been like a very good, tight, tightly knit, like half hour special. But they ended up like um, really fluffing it out with this B-plot that was um, of Letty's niece named Frida. So Miss Frida is engaged to this dude named Jack. Now Jack, he is pretty hot. Like you go Frida. Frida. Frida is hot. Frida is so hot. Um, so Frida is having like a little party at her house um, with like some of the most despondent looking party guests ever. Like it's the 60s. It's a very 60s house that they're in. Single story decor so 60s um but mr jackie shows up to the house after work and he's like um can we not have like a get together but um miss frida's like okay everybody clear out and like literally what the party was it was like four guests over one guy was just smoking on the floor um another guy was just sitting on the couch and then this other couple was just dancing to like not dance music that was playing on the record player like that's like the lamest get-together ever I've been to better get-togethers and I don't even have any friends I don't go to get-togethers um but now um Frida and Jack they're like wholesome couple pretty like cute I guess but so so at this point in the film, we're like 30 minutes into the film. We only have half an hour left. Nothing's happened. All we've learned is that um, Letty has a home for wayward gals. Frida and Jack are engaged. And this lady is getting released from prison. So how are we going to have like the entire plot happen in two goddamn seconds? Like, come on. They could have paced it a bit better, but... You know. So, right now, well, not right now, but we have Miss Jean showing up at the Primrose house, the wayward house for criminal gals. Um, and she jo- shows up as Jean Barry. And she is like, again, she's stirring up shit and she's being so rude to everybody there. Um, like, oh my god. Like, she is being a menace to all the ladies. But Maisie, one of the other ladies that's staying there, is like, um, no, I don't like you. Like, 
ordering me around, bitch, so she doesn't do anything. And Miss Jean, she's, like, not up with it, but she can't do anything about it because, like, what can you do when somebody's like, no, um, I'm not going to do it because you're a bitch. Like, what are you going to do if um, somebody does that, especially when you have no authority? Um, So... Miss Jean ends up going to Miss Letty, and she's like, hey, I'm going to blackmail you now, so um, I'm going to take half of everything you own and also become a partner in the Primrose House. Um, And then, while she's, like, blackmailing, like, for everything she owns, for, like, half of everything she owns... Um, Frida shows up, and now, since Frida's there, she's like, oh my god, aunt, who's this? Um, and Miss Letty's, like, very reluctant to be like, yes, I love you, niece, because, um, otherwise she's just gonna give Jean Barry more leverage. And, surprise, Jean sees that she, like, is a very doting aunt, and is like, I'm gonna tell your, um, niece your biggest secrets, and ruin your relationship in your life. Um, so, like, very bitch shit. But, question. Why would you want, um... Why would you want to be a partner in the Primrose House, which is probably, like, a profit black hole, because Miss Letty is only having friends stay there, and also, like, they're not paying anything? And also, like, it's just, like, not profitable at all. So, like... How are you going to, um, do, do good with that? I I don't know. (laughs) Um, but, you know, she does her. She was in prison for, like, 20 years or something. So maybe she forgot how money works. Um, but what happens next is one of the... There ends up being a murder, um, and what happens... Oh my god, what does happen? Yeah, so there's a murder, and it turns out that the guy that was murdered was, um, a close friend of Miss Letty, who was a churchman, um, yeah, he was a churchman at a nearby parish, um, but he gets murdered, so, oops, He also is found with, like, drugs in his system. Um, So that's, like, very not cool. But Miss Barry is, like, trying to frame Miss Letty to do this as well. Like, I mean, not she's not trying to make her do the murder because the murder already happened. But she's trying to frame Letty that Letty was the one that killed him. Because what happened was um, Miss... Miss Jean Barry, she ended up killing this dude when she was on her way over because I think he, like, recognized her and he was also friends with, um, Letty. So she was like, oh my god, perfect murder victim here. Um, so she did that thing. But, um, turns out that, um, Miss Thing, Miss Letty, um, ended up laying a honey trap so the reason why Miss Jean Barry was able to find the Primrose House was because um, Letty had set this whole thing up so that she would be able to like get get this gal got um, 
So she ended up laying a trail so that Jean could find her, so that she can finally, so that she can like protect Frida and herself um, from like malicious intent by Jean. So Jean ends up trying to poison Miss Letty, but um, Letty ends up poisoning her instead with the same poison that she was going to get poisoned with. Um, so like girl boss all the way. Um, and then Jean, I think she ends up dead. So she ends up dead, girl boss all the way. So we still have like 15 minutes left in the plot, but the main conflict is like 100% resolved. Um, like what? <laughs> like that makes no sense, but okay. Um, but now we have Frida coming over because Frida's like, I want to show you guys my wedding dress, but we have like a dead body in the, we have a dead body in the house of Miss Jean Barry, but Frida's coming over to like show off her wedding dress. And then also there are police swarming around because there was just a murder of like another dude that was close to her. Um, it's like, how's this going to work out? Um, but, um, a vicar ends up coming over and tries to guilt guilt, guilt Miss Frost, Miss Frost, yeah, Miss Letty into, um, admitting that she did the murders. Um, but what Letty does is so big brained. So she ends up putting the body of Miss, um, Jean Berry close to the body of where the other guy was murdered. And since they had the same poison in their system, she was like, oh my God. She goes to the police and is like, oh my God, dudes. Um, this lady, Miss Jean Berry, she killed this dude and then she came over here and tried to threaten us, but then she killed herself. Uh-oh. So that way, Miss um, Letty got off scot-free. And then Miss Frida and Jack end up getting married and leave to South America. The end. What? This plot feels so, like, rushed, but then also has so much extra time in it to, like, do whatever. Like, they had no reason to rush it as much as they did, but then they also had no reason to stall it as much as they did. Well, not stall it, but drag it out for as much time as they did. Because... You have the B-plot of Frida and Jack, which is so inconsequential to the plot. And then you have the things that are actually interesting, like Miss Miss Letty, like laying out the, um, laying out the honey trap for Jean that like gets completely glossed over. Like she mentions it in like her first confrontation with, I mean, in her last confrontation with Jean and it's like, Whoa, that's so girl boss of her. I would have loved to see her more girl bossing around. But we don't because they end up spending time on the random B-plot of Frida and Jack. It makes no sense. Um, but, I mean, it's like, okay. This film was fun. It would have, like, definitely been more enjoyable if I was... A housewife in the early 60s, and I was a part of a bridge club. This would have been the perfect thing to discuss with my 60s housewife bridge club. Um, you have the drama, you have the pretty ladies, you, well, yeah, you have the pretty lady Frida, you have 
um, the hot guys, question mark. It's, that's questionable. But you have Frida. She's very pretty. The, why they probably had Frida and Jack so much in the plot is because Frida's so pretty. Um, but yeah, if this was my bridge club, yeah, we would have been all over it. We have a big twist with um, Letty knowing who Jean is and getting Jean to come to the house to like manufacture her own downfall and then having her be so big brain with the murder but then framing the murdered victim as the murderer of the previous murder like wow girl boss gatekeep um you do it miss letty frost um but the other characters in the film are like also so inconsequential like all of the um other ladies at the house are useless um except for when they're getting yelled at by um, Jean. When they're getting yelled at by Jean, it's really funny because they like um, get berated by her and then they just talk shit about her once she leaves the room. They're like, oh my god, why is she such a bitch? And like, they're just like so horrible about her, but because she's so horrible to them. So it's like really funny and sort of cathartic, but that's like their only purpose in the film. Um, but yeah, it's only 59 minutes, so I think because it's so short, I can excuse it having like no direction in some places um so i mean yeah but 59 minutes good if you have time to kill maybe good for like a quick flight um but beyond that i don't think there would be much reason to watch it but you know what no it is a good film i have thought about it a lot because it's like i don't know the maternal instincts of Letty towards Frida are very sweet. Um, like the character chemistry between Letty and Frida and then also between Letty and Jean is great. Um, but there's just so much shit that doesn't matter. So, I mean, if you can cut out all the bad part, well, not all the bad parts because they're, they aren't really bad. They're just like, don't do anything. If you cut out all the parts that don't matter, so all the parts with Jack and Frida when they aren't in the same room as Letty. Then you have like a 40 minute film that is very tight and like good. So overall, I think it's a very fun film that had had and does have a lot of potential. We just need like the Snyder cut of it. We need the extended universe of it. Um, I wouldn't mind if somebody remade this because uh, yeah, I wouldn't mind if somebody remade it and made it, um, I don't know, a bit more suspenseful, a, a bit more suspenseful because the first half hour of the film is like so, um, not, it doesn't have any stakes in the first half. Like the first half, you're just like getting introduced to characters that you're not going to see the rest of the film. Um, so if they had, if they had started the main plot earlier and then kept that main plot going through the rest of the film, so like the rest of the 40 minutes would have been like amazing. Or if they just had, um, somebody reread the plot before, um, they actually sent it off to production. But, you know, you, you know better after the fact. But yeah. 1961, 
1961? Yeah, 1961, Dangerous Afternoon. Fun film if you have 59 minutes to spare. And yeah, I'll wind to you next time. <laughs>